This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Carrie Earnhardt, coming to you from the Zalta Studio. And alongside me is an outdoor enthusiast and a former driver like myself and good old friend, Hank Parker Jr. Hey Carrie, it's good to be here again. You know, we're in our first season here with this podcast on Earnhardt Outdoors. And we've had a lot of fun sharing stories and some mishaps and some glory days. And we've even had a few guests with our kids. Yeah. And, and so it's it's been good. But, you know, as we come every other week and talk about some of our stories, as we get together, there's a huge base out there of people listening to this podcast. And what we would like to do is invite them to share some of their interest. Just hit us up on Twitter and Facebook and tell us what you want to hear about because we'd love to talk about it. Maybe there's some funny stories out there. Maybe there's some, well, you know, I don't want any bad stories about us, but, <laughs> well, you know, maybe they want they have some topics that would be really have. great to cover, wouldn't it? And it'd be neat to hear some, some of the fans that maybe have some stories about us. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and they can exciting. Do, you know, it'd be interesting to hear other people's stories along with ours, too. Absolutely. And they can do that at going to Earnhardt Outdoors on Facebook. And uh, that's that's a really good way to to hit us up and to give us some topics that we can talk about and uh, hit what everybody wants to hear about. Yeah, it'd be good to see if we even know anything about them topics. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scary part. Well, we, you know, we always like to know what fans want to hear and learn more about, so that's that's a great way to get them involved and maybe see what we think about things that they have stories to tell and stuff, so mm-hmm. it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it would be good to, to cover some of those topics. Well, I think this week we're going to talk about some stories about camping. <laughs> um, I, I'm sure you've got some. I mean, you're old enough. Well, you know, we can always talk about a lot of different things. You know, we've talked about hunting. We've talked about fishing. So this week we'll talk about, about camping. camping. Yeah. Some of the do's and don'ts, some of the things that you've learned, some of the stories, camping, and, you know, uh, some of our memories. How about you? Do you have any memories with your dad camping at all? Um, none of my dad. You know, he was always out on the road racing and doing all his appearances and stuff. And when he did go camping, it was on hunting trips. He was mm-hmm. probably on the way to a race. He was going by to do a hunt and then going to the race and stuff like that. So, But I do have some. You know, growing up, I, I was adopted when I was three years old. And my mom and stepdad would always go up to Cherokee and we'd pitch tents. Yeah. And we had an old... Uh, international scout international <laughs> and um we'd set up camp and everything well me and my sister would always sleep in the scout instead of in the tent because yeah. we were so scared yeah but, something's gonna get you yeah i mean we were young and everything but then she had my mom's friend she came along and she had two little girls that were pretty so i was gonna be the brave guy and i slept in a sleeping bag on the ground outside the tent oh wow well, about two minutes, I was back in the scout. <laughs> Didn't impress him too well, I guess. But you know, we had a lot of good times. And uh, the one fun story I've had, my, me and my wife and our kids, and then my niece, which is my wife's sister's daughter, and my in-laws, we all went up on the New River camping. Mm. Uh, my father-in-law worked for the railroad, and he had some good friends that had a big piece of property on the New River. So we went up there and camped out on his site. And we had this huge tent set up. And, 
all the food and drinks and everything in that and follow had a porter john brought in <laughs> well, we need that for just jump in the creek you know yeah, yeah. and we set up our tents and we, we got everything situated and we're sitting there that night and it got dark and we we're hanging out and all of us racket up by the porter john i mean it just thrashing and crashing going on and everybody's flipping out oh it's a bear it's a bear and I'm like, no, it's not a bear. Just calm down. I'm thinking it may be myself, and I just <laughs> didn't want to show it. Yeah, yeah. So we sit there, and it kind of, you know, you run off and go away. And the whole time I'm sitting there, it had had to be some big animal to make all that ruckus. And I mean, a little deer wouldn't make that much noise. But mm. I mean, it was breaking limbs and trees crashing and stuff. And never did find out what it was. But we all got settled down. We sitting there telling little stories and talking about past times fishing and stuff like that. And it got time to go to bed, so we all piled up, and my boys and my daughters and me and wife in our tent, and then um, my father-in-law and his m- wife, or well, my father-in-law, and he had a pickup truck with a camper shell on it. Oh, he's So cheating. he threw a mattress in there, and that's where they were sleeping. And it was about, I don't know, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, I wake up all of a sudden, and the tent is leaning, blowing over <laughs> sideways, and we're soaking wet water's running in and i look out and the rain is blowing i mean it's not straight down it's sideways oh man so i'm running out and i run find some ratchet straps and strap that tent down because the tent's trying to blow away and i strap it down to my file-off truck get him to pull it up there and man that was a rough night we ended up sleeping in you know wet sleeping bags and everything Uh. it kind of got cool but it was (laughs) a lot of fun We, we we went up there and we had our little daughter she was probably about three at the time and we had this blow-up kayak. We'd float down the New River a little ways, yeah. turn around, come back up. That's good fishing. Jump in, float back down a little more. And my mother-in-law, she sat on the side on the bank, one spot for about four and a half to five hours. And if you got within 100, 150 yards from her, she was fussing at you. Mm. That was her area. And she yeah. never got a bite, but she sat there the whole time. There you go. And she's protecting it. Yeah. That kind of sounds like my dad. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that, but <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I've been on several camping trips. You know, as a kid, that's just so much fun. And my buddies and I would, uh, you know, find any chance we could to go camping. And you know, you've got those stories where it's beautiful. You get everything set up, and and you you get a good fire going. You stay up till two, three o'clock in the morning. And you fall asleep, and then you wake up yep. about five, and it's pouring down pouring rain. rain. And you know that that leads you to a do and a don't. Right. The don't is don't put your tent at the bottom yeah. of the hill. You yeah. put that up a little higher. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We could have been, but if we'd been up higher, it'd been closer to that ruckus going on in the woods, and it would have been real scary. Then, mm-hmm. which which leads us to our next do and don't. Always pack heat when you go <laughs> yeah. camping. Yeah. You never know what yeah. kind of opportunity you're well, going to get. You know. We, there was like a lot of houses around we didn't think much about it but there was a good bit of woods in between the river and the houses so mm-hmm. um, like, yeah i guess they could run through there if they wanted to that's cool i uh i i, I kind of just thought of this as as you were talking uh you know i go on a lot of trips where we're hunting and you know particularly you may not be camping you may be staying in an old cowboy house out west you know they'll the, if they have a big piece of property, they'll uh, they'll ranch it out, and they'll yeah. have cowboys come in and gather up their the the cows and and all that sort of stuff. But they'll only be in there a month or two out of the year, so we'll go stay in these houses. <laughs> They're usually pretty rough. And your dad had a sleeping bag called a butler bag. Butler, yep. Yep. And uh, about ten years ago, uh, my dad got me one for Christmas. And I'm telling you, every time I go camping, I carry that thing with me. And my buddies all laugh at me because this thing is so big. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, 
if it'll fit my truck, it's that comfortable. Yeah, You've got to have one. It's, it's so almost good. like sleeping on a bed. And yeah. A big mattress and everything. It's pretty comfortable. Well, I do have to make a confession just so you can laugh at me and have some fun here. I, last year, last summer, went camping. Uh, I guess you could call that. I, I may get my redneck card revoked <laughs> in telling the story, but I went glamping. Glamping? Uh, in Hendersonville, North Carolina, uh, a place called The Wood, I think it was. Uh, my family and I... Uh, decided to go up there they ran across this and and they wanted to go and uh it's called uh glamping which stands for <laughs> glamour camping <laughs> tell us about it's that awesome. i mean what, it's, what's glamour about camping it, it is pretty glamorous okay so you pull in the parking lot and they have all these different sites all set up your tents already put up and they've got these really nice tents and some of them were circular they were round and so it kind of looked like a like almost like a circus like a miniature circus type. I don't remember what they call those kind of tents, but uh, they'll have a blow-up bed in them, and they'll have all the little chairs and everything set up, and they got the firewood already in the pit for you. Everything's all set up. They even have some uh, little tents, like community tents, uh, out of the way that have microwaves in them and, and, and showers and everything well, this, this was with the family, with the women, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand that a yeah, little bit. Yeah. So I went with my family and a good buddy of mine and his family went and I told him, I said, if anybody drives by here that knows me and sees me, I'm hiding. I'm hiding and denying it. I'm going to say my brother. It wasn't me. Oh, man. But it was fun. We, You know, we had a good time. You know, we talk about hunting. Uh, you change your strategy to meet right. for kids, and we both blew that out of the water. Yep. <laughs> Twelve gauges and crawling on our bellies. But, you know, camping sometimes, not everybody's into it. Right. And we live in a society where we're so um, engrossed with technology and media, and we just it's hard to disengage. Yep. And and we're creating kids that ADD is, is running rampant. And I struggle with ADD myself, but... At the same time, it is so good to disengage. It's so good to just get outdoors and to enjoy the quiet and have a good relationship with, you know, your family or, or whoever it is you're out there with, friends or, or what have you. Just be quiet. Yeah. Leave I mean, the phone alone. Well, you got away. You know, like I said, you got out as a family and you enjoyed the outdoor part of camping, mm-hmm. even though you still had the microwave and the showers <laughs> and all this stuff. You these little I knew that was coming back. Whatever, but, you know. You did build a fire, though, didn't you? I did. I did. I brought a little torch with me. but oh, you it, did build one, though. I, I got it going. <laughs> did you do any cooking, like marshmallows, or anything on actually, it? Actually, I did. I did a lot of cooking. Oh, uh, good. You know, took some pans up there and cooked a big breakfast with bacon and eggs and hash browns and the whole deal, man. So, see, you still experience so. camping. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. still, even this glamping, glamping or whatever you call that stuff. <laughs> I mean, still sort of like camping. I mean, I think uh, I think I may organize an Earnhardt Outdoors trip, glamping together, all of us. That'd be a great picture, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> I will say, I'll this. think about that. One. Yeah, you think I mean, about that's that. Tough. You think about that. I will say this. I was uh, I was in Montana. This is this sounds a little bit more manly. I was in Montana on a uh, an antelope hunt, archery hunt, early season, and uh, we set up wall tents. And oh yeah, uh, man, that was cool. And we stayed out there in the weather was just amazing and and uh we were just hunting all day there wasn't much around um you know we just kind of we had we brought some food in kept it in one person's vehicle and you know you know just kind of 
ate a few hard-boiled eggs and <laughs> and you know you go on about your business and then, man we had a good time and and uh so i was really enjoying this and i was asleep in the middle of the night laying in this tent and uh it two guys stayed in one tent we had about 10 tents set up and uh, i was laying there asleep and i felt something hit me in the leg you know and i kept hearing the stuff and something moving you know and i wasn't thinking that much about because i'm asleep well i wake up and i i have night terrors which is another story in itself where i wake up in the middle of the night hollering and screaming oh, no. almost about every night so nobody can that knows me that goes on trips like this pays me oh, any wow. attention. so i get up and i start hollering and screaming because there's a skunk standing about <laughs> five feet from the end of my bed there in that oh. tent and the, the flap he came under the flaps so i'm thinking this joker's not gonna know how to get back out of here but luckily he, he made it under the door and got out of there without spraying me. Oh, good. I was wondering if he sprayed when you hollered and screamed like you did. Yeah, yeah. So That's pretty neat. We've learned a lot of things today on Earnhardt Outdoors. My my man card has been revoked for glamping and screaming know, but, at a uh, skunk. I maybe go down a little bit, but not revoked. <laughs> you have to build it back up from here. We, I mean, you know, we, we still do, well, I, I say it's camping, but we do it in the horse trailers. Mm-hmm. With their, it's kind of like a motorhome type with mm-hmm. the horse stalls in the back to travel with the horses and we have actually starting today we're setting up today and then we're going to have a rodeo tonight and then we rodeo saturday and sunday well saturday after rodeo friday night i'll have a big little fire going and Mm. i've got this concoction i put together it's a bunch of vegetables with chicken and i take like chicken thighs and cut them up in little chunks and put them all in a aluminum foil and kind of wrap it up and seal mm-hmm. it and i put like italian dressing and all kind of spices i just throw it all together yeah and throw it on a grill grate over the fire and let it cook for about 45 minutes and oh my goodness it's so good man so i'm, I'm gonna go camping with you i think i've got about 15 packs to make for this friday night and That's cool. uh we uh bunch of us get together and we hang out by the campers after the rodeo and we'll eat that dinner and then saturday morning i gotta take off and go to a buddy's wedding <laughs> good friend i met through uh bass pro shops uh tim blowworth he was the public relations guy there and just got to be good friends and turkey hunt with him every year and just do a lot of fishing and stuff with him so he's getting married saturday right. and we're going about a four and a half hour drive to go to the wedding get well, done with wedding and drive back and there you go jump back in the camper and sleep <laughs> this you know it's it's just fun just you know and that's kind of where we've been hitting um, the whole season we've been t- talking in this oh, yeah. podcast just how to spend time with your family how to how to meet them kind of where they're at you know not everybody loves to camp so you can try different things like campers or glamping or just work your way into it and then you've got people who really enjoy it and and can scale mountains right. and set up a, a tent on the side of a mountain and, and and enjoy that just as well and just seeing that the, there's just because you're not completely experienced at something that doesn't mean you can't try new things and, and experience some really good times outdoors where you got technology turned off yep. and you're spending time just family, with family. yeah that's Absolutely. it i can't wait to get to that point where everything's bear giles that he finds these little caves like in the side of the mountain <laughs> and cliffs and just throw a sleeping bag out and sleep with the scorpions and everything else or whatever it is around him and then he gets in his helicopter and goes to his yeah, hotel yeah. for the night and then comes back and films the next day. They don't show day. that, do they? No, I just get out. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. But no, but I like taking games. We'll, we'll make up games and take, like, cornhole bars, take this game. has got these bars you throw these two balls on string tied to each one of them, and they wrap around them yeah. and all that stuff and hire the, 
pole you get, I mean, higher up on the pole you get, you more scores. But it's fun to watch the kids just compete with each other and then laugh at each other. Mm-hmm. And this, that's what it's all about. We we have about 150 kids that come and compete at these rodeos and just uh, see them all get together and have fun and just enjoy themselves and laugh and cut up and play jokes on the parents and mm-hmm. sneak up and scare us and all this stuff. It's, it's what it's all about. So. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, uh, outside of camping is as well i i've got a little ring in the backyard and i uh i light up a, a fire yeah. you know invite the neighbors over some of my buddies and we'll hang out you know a couple times a week and it, you know every chance we get and it's just it's just good conversation it's a good time just to stop slow down and sit in front of a campfire is, and hang out see different things in the flames different mm-hmm. colors and like I said, we do a lot of cooking over the open fire. And <laughs> I'm going to try your recipe. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll send it to you. We we also do is we'll wrap baked potatoes or sweet potatoes in aluminum mm-hmm. foil, stick them down in the coals in yeah. uh, about 40, 40 minutes like that, and throw the steaks on the grill and get all that ready and dig them with the fork or, I mean, a stick or something, not, <laughs> not with your hand. No. So you had to explain that to yeah. me because you knew I was a glamper. That's I one, might, I that's might not one know the, that. That's one of the don'ts. <laughs> Do not reach into them coals. Um, but, you know, dig the, fire, the potatoes out, and it's actually pretty good. It's amazing <laughs> the different flavors you get. Yeah, that's, that's good times, man. I'm ready to go. Well. Just sitting here talking about it. Next you... two weekends, I'm going rodeoing, and we'll be camping next two weekends. But after that, I think we could – probably do something there we go we need to get our families yeah together. that'd be good do a good fishing trip on the river and pitch tent it's starting to sound like a hank williams jr song <laughs> well kind of. a lot of them songs come from stuff like this <laughs> yeah they do so hank back when i was talking about you cooking marshmallows and stuff at this glam place thing <laughs> you ever do s'mores i mean yeah um do you get them like perfect or no, I, burn tip- them or? I typically mess them up. I, I, you know, there's two different ways that I do them. And I've already figured out, you probably know a lot more about this than I do. But the two ways that I do it is I stick the marshmallow over the fire, get it to light up, and then blow it off with the graham cracker and the, the chocolate already in place. And then I will slide the marshmallow in there and then use the friction between everything and pull, the pull my coat hanger out <laughs> and, uh, and then let it heat it up. But then my kids taught me, I don't know if they read this online or something. We've taken them and wrapped them in aluminum foil. Make the whole the whole deal cold, and then wrap it up in aluminum foil and hold it over the fire, which that works pretty good, too. I uh, haven't seen that. But I but, usually just end up with sticky from about the ends of my fingers to my elbows. I was going to say, that's a lot of, yeah, that's what I do. But <laughs> when you do it in aluminum foil, though, I think the key to the s'mores is the crunchiness with the mm-hmm. marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get them black. You get right. them burnt and black. It's just something with all that together is the flavor. If you got it in the aluminum foil, it's easy and probably less messy. Yeah. But you're kind of, you're, you're teaching. You're taking the yeah, taste. You're, you're taking it. You're just ruining a tradition. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess if it, that was at the glam place you did that. That's way. right. I ah. think there might have been a paper that was laminated beside the campfire <laughs> to show you how to do s'mores. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I do them different ways. I, I put them on the stick and hold them above the flame mm-hmm. where they're not in the flame, but they're getting the heat, and you can see them mm-hmm. start turning like the light brown. They swell up huge, mm-hmm. and that's really cool. And yeah. I mean, they got them big marshmallows out now, but I just think that's too much. I like the yeah. regular campfire marshmallows. Right. And uh, we just get them light brown and eat them like that. Mm-hmm. But they, it is messy. I've had it in my hair and everything else. 
I bet that's a pretty sight. And, and you know what? And what is really interesting is when you get these little kids around there and they start swinging that stick around with the marshmallows on. Yeah, and it's hot. Yeah, In, inevitably <laughs> it's going to be one that sticks you on the side of the neck. I've had that. Yeah, yeah it hurts. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's how they learn. You know, stuff like that. And my daughter, I remember her doing all that. And it took me a while to teach her to quit slinging the marshmallows around. She liked to watch them fly through the air and hit whoever <laughs> they hit and stuff like that. I don't know where she gets that from. <sighs> mama <laughs> she's not here <laughs> that's right well hank i you know hate it but we're coming to an end here and you know talking about these these camping site place trips and stuff and people just go online you google camping in north carolina right and you can find all these camp spots you can go to and just set up a tent or either you know some places have these rental shacks or yeah glamping. cabins or glamping and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah that's why i just you know type in camping wherever you're at north carolina south carolina wherever and you have a lot of places that'll come up and you can just find one that looks interesting and check it out check go it for out. the adventure there's a lot of opportunity right here in our home state there of is. north carolina I mean, there's all over and there's places i haven't even been i'm wanting to go to so we get to do that one time yeah it's been good i've enjoyed it and you know i also want to say uh I just want to remind everyone to follow Exalta Racing on Twitter. And if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they're going to partner with Pocono Raceway to give away $88,000 if your brother, Dale Jr., wins the race. And that race is the Exalta We Paint Winners 400 at Pocono on June 5th. So to get involved with this, you've got to go and follow them at Exalta Racing. Their Twitter account Twitter at account. Exalta Racing. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, time's coming up. It's May the 13th is the deadline with that. And, I mean, it's pretty neat how they get that $88,000 with the number 88 car. Mm-hmm. You know, also, do's and don'ts. We've been talking about do's and don'ts with camping. This weekend's Mother's Day. That's so right. All you guys up there, don't forget that. Don't forget. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you said that. <laughs> Have you, I mean, you got something for your mom yet? I'll take care of that about midnight. All right. Saturday night. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to do something because I'm leaving town here and I'll be back. Well, I'm in and out a lot, so I don't know when I'm going to get to it. I better figure this out. <laughs> well, you got a lot of time. Yeah, I think we get it. <laughs> well, folks, I appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to a couple of crazy fellers and laughing and carrying on with us. And Like we said, you know, go to at Unhard Outdoors, share some of your stories, and tell us what you like to hear. Maybe we'll be talking about them. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 